Hello, hello, hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Veronica. Welcome to I Don't Know To Be Honest Pod, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. Hi, Michelle. Wow. What a week. What a time. What a life. (laughs) Hey, babe. Have you been? Good morning. How have you been? Uh, I have been okay. It's been a minute. It's been it's been a minute since we've we've done we've done this again. So um, somehow we've gone from fortnightly to monthly, um, <laughs> and it, it just is <laughs> it just is what it is. It's a reflection of life and how um, yeah life is being lived, and we're just doing what to do. But I'm actually okay. I'm a bit tired. I went out yesterday for a bridal shower, um, mm. and we were. First of all, doing up classy, and then we were okay. roaming the streets in bridal pajamas. The streets oh, wow. are shortage, and you realise we didn't stick out like sore thumbs because everybody what? there looks interesting. There's everyone's like dressed in different ways. There was this, bless this guy. I think he was definitely on heavily under a heavy drug influence because he okay. was on one. Um, oh. But we think we've seen him before. There was once a time when we were driving in Shoreditch, and okay. I don't know, we we're going home, and this man just had his penis out. So I don't know why, but clear. If you can see my one face. of my friends said it was him. <laughs> so it was it was an entertaining night, and best believe I did drive home at about four a.m. last night. So oh wow, so dedication. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of dedication, we have a fantastic guest, which you guys will probably know by the title <laughs> of today's podcast. I am introducing the one. The only, the fashionable Ray Styles. Ray, welcome to I don't know to be on this pod. Thank you for wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, people, them. Hello, Ray's in the building. Hi, mm. hi, hi, hi. Hi, Ray. <laughs> mm. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, it's honestly, honestly, our flipping pleasure, like our actual pleasure, like. Um, so guys, if you don't know Ray, I'm actually going to leave Ray to introduce himself and like what he does, because if you don't know Ray, you better get to know. Per. (laughs) You you will know by the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, cool. Hi guys, I'm Ray, also known as Ray Styles. I am a fashion and lifestyle content creator. I'm also a fully qualified chartered accountant and I'm also an investor and mentor as well. So... All along the self-employed lines, but I do I do a few things here and there and everywhere. But I think what people mostly know me for is um, my, the fashion content that I produce, really, and have been producing for about a year and a bit now. And yeah, that's that's basically me. I don't know what else to say. Nah, that was a fantastic introduction, and absolutely the fashion. Sometimes I just I be out here like um, talk to my boyfriend like, babe, look at this. Try this on. I think this style will suit you. Not gonna lie. I literally was like, just check, check, check out Ray's styles. He's actually doing bits with the fashion content. Like, I love. I don't know what it was that you put together recently. Do you know those cropped trousers? Anyways, it's like the cropped pants. I love them on men, but I particularly like. You know how to wear them. What them? Trouser. That is so (laughs) nice. That is my absolute bag, and they need to be a great color as well. I don't just do like normal black. It's mainly like different colors and stuff like that. But yeah, man, it's all about getting these guys to understand that although the items that you see might not look like you can rock them, you most definitely, definitely, definitely can. Like literally, I was with Joseph yesterday. We went into Zara and Blue Water and he was just telling me like how he wants to switch up his style, but he doesn't know how to go about it and such and such and such. And I was just walking around showing him like these different... I'd say pro- along the lines of extravagant pieces. So like there was like this, this vest, knitted vest, which I've been loving knitted vest mm. this summer. There was this knitted yeah. vest and it was like a really nice pink colour, which mm. I thought he was probably going to be like, nah, that's a bit too girly. But he was actually like, yeah, nah, it's calm, you know. I feel like I could, mm. I could rock that. So it's about like showing these guys stuff that they never usually thought they would wear. And just basically making them believe that they can wear it and look fabulous doing it. doesn't need to be bland. It doesn't need to be bland. And that's the one thing I see. I'm like, (laughs) yes, colour, style, fit. Like, you'd look at something. And that's, Mm. unfortunately, sometimes the way they're modelled, you'd be like, hmm. 
But actually, there's some items when you put them on yourself, they're like, you're like, actually, yes. It depends, again, it depends on the body type and stuff like that, but mm. it looks fantastic on you. And actually, there's so Honestly. many pieces that people wouldn't think to try. So absolutely, like, big up big up you um, for spicing up Jason's fashion. I mean, to be honest, Jason, <laughs> I think he wears a lot of active wear. Not me adding him in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, <laughs> I, I look forward to, to, seeing, yeah, to seeing a um, interesting, like, a change or like more ver- more variety because like you know I feel like men- men's fashion can be a bit dull but actually there's there's very there's potential that's real there's real potential there so 100%, yeah 100% <laughs> um, I have also- a question though like so what yeah, got you into because obviously you said you started this fashion influencing like you know and, cre- mm-hmm. and content creation about a year ago and um, mm-hmm. which was <laughs> during the pandemic um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I want to know what your inspirations for that were. Like, how did you just decide, you know what, nah, I'm doing this? You know what, the thing is, I was actually doing it before that year point, but I never really count that that period before because I wasn't doing it properly. I think mm. I got the formula right from last year in terms of what I was doing. I think I had the wrong uh, misconception. So what I used to do is just like, whenever I'd be going out, I'll just like snap a pic and just post it. But that's not what content creators do. Like the idea is that you're meant to, well, what I do is I shoot in bulk, which means I plan like five or six different outfits each time I go out to take pictures. And that's how you're meant to do it. You understand? Um, And obviously I wasn't thinking much about like backgrounds. I wasn't thinking much about aesthetics of the post. I wasn't thinking much about like how to engage with people. I wasn't running it as a business, which is how I'm running it now. So before it was more just like, oh, a guy that, yeah, he dresses well, but he just kind of posts when when he goes out and stuff. So that's what I was technically doing before. Um, How I got into that, it all started with Fresh Island. I tell people this story all the time. It all started with Fresh Fresh Island. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) first of all, shout out all my people, them that went Fresh Island 2018. Big up you, because that was on the best holidays of my life. But... Yeah, it all started there because that was the first holiday I genuinely sat down and thought, you know what, let me plan my outfits for each day that I'm going to do. And I really wanted to, like, showcase and go out there and really just do up guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. but in my head at the time, it wasn't like I'm doing this because I want to start being a content creator. It was more I'm doing this because I just want people to tell me I look nice. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I got all my outfits together and like every day, that outfit was daytime outfit slapping, nighttime outfit slapping. Everything had to slap, and I think I got so many like so such good feedback and compliments and stuff like that because I dressed so differently to the other guys. And don't get me wrong, there was guys there that were definitely dripping, but mm. I think I'm what I'm known for is like my extravagant co-ord two pieces and stuff like that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And at the yes. time, two pieces Absolutely. and co-ords were just coming into into style with guys, do you know what I mean? And some guys were still a bit hesitant to wear them. But me, I cut up my... my. They basically look like pom-pom shorts, to be honest, with being honest. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just, yeah, I just wanted to wear my, my two-piece and stuff. And yeah, like I said, I got really good feedback um, from people. And that really, really made me think, okay, so how can I basically capitalise on this? And what mm. can I do with this? And then I started seeing more guys on the gram like doing ad campaigns with brands and I was thinking what's this so what you're getting paid just to 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 put the clothes on and just post it and stuff like that and I was like okay cool this looks like something I'd definitely be interested in and that's when I proper started my journey but I think the turning point for me was I applied for this um this platform called Takumi and they're basically an influencer platform where you brands and um influencers connect on there and you can like apply for campaigns and stuff but long story short they basically i thought i had all the criteria because i think at the time you only needed like over 1k followers decent engagement blah 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 blah, and high quality photos at the time i forget oh yeah my photos are nice like my feed is nice come lo and behold (laughs) i got the quickest rejection they were like nah like unfortunately you're Damn. like they're like we like how we like the way you dress and we like your style mm. however your feed and the quality of photos that you're producing is just not up to scratch for you to be able to be on the platform and girls when i tell you that one mm. lit a fire in my bones so this happened in february 2020 and then mm. i bought my professional camera in march 2020 because i was like okay cool i'm gonna take that feedback and i'm gonna run with it and mm. as soon as i bought the camera you could see the whole aesthetic of my feed change. 
Um, yeah. I started getting the right attention from the right people and the right brands and stuff. So I actually mm-hmm. thank God for that rejection because I feel like if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be where I am now. But Absolutely. yeah, that's basically it. Oh. Honestly, Ray, that, honestly, that was so inspirational. Like I was listening, as you were saying that story, I was there listening to you. I was like, rah, like, because there's so many people that say that they want to be like influencers or like and like you know have a platform and mm-hmm. actually you giving people like a tangible okay so this is what i have to do this is what i have to do this is what i have to do guys you better go and check him out you better go and check him out <laughs> like you better go and look at his feed to be to be analyzing this is how people pose and then be and then actually like work it in a way but like honestly ray like it's so commendable and doing this all in the backdrop of a pandemic and then you said your chartered accountant when did you get that's like your license for me because <laughs> oh, i swear did i not see did i not see some popping bottle for i was like so you're doing this and this and this hmm <laughs> multifaceted yeah, multifaceted the word. it's all about the multiple streams man it's all about yes. the multiple streams 100 percent. i can't rely on one stream of income in this life because you just never know and i feel like the pandemic was definitely something that showed people if any time that you definitely need more than one stream of income because mm. a lot of people lost their jobs obviously during the pandemic and stuff and didn't yeah. have anything to back them up and these are people with like mortgages to pay and you know what i mean being made redundant yeah. and stuff like that and of course you do get a payout when you're made redundant but you still don't have that security behind it to know like okay but when this money's done what's gonna happen you know what i mean mm. so you could cover yourself mm. for a little bit but after that and i think I got that realisation quite early um, in life. And my investing and trading really, really helped me to realise that, look, like, anything can can happen overnight. Like, or you could even get to a space where you're not even physically able to work anymore. So what what now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What now? Yeah. You don't know what life's going to throw at you. So I just like to be prepared in all circumstances, basically. Honestly. Okay, so I've got a question to ask. Um, yeah. So my question is, like, okay, so for people like the average Joe, and I know we can all say we are actually average Joes, but, you know, people that are a bit scared of moving into the investing world or, like, oh, they don't know what to do with, like, investments or, like, they've got a little bit of money. When I say a little bit of money, I'm going to make this hella realistic to what the UK government says that people have in their bank account. Let's mm-hmm. let's say that they have pro- approximately have about three, four hundred pounds, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, no, I want to invest it. Do you have, like, three key t- key tips that you could give someone? Of course, prerequisite. It's not financial advice, because I know that people always yes. say that, but... I am not a yeah. financial advisor. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Please, oh, don't be sending me... I don't want to be getting some no-law papers... Pounds. I don't want no lawsuit coming to my yard, so please, yeah, financial disclaimer. <laughs> um, I mean, three tips I'd probably give would be, if you're going to invest, don't necessarily do it by yourself. I think it's always nice to have, like, either a mentor or a team or a community of people that are also doing the same thing as you, because when you do it in community, it makes it a lot easier, and especially when times get tough and things aren't necessarily looking sweet you know because it's an up and down thing it's not all up so when those downtime comes you want to have those people that will encourage you and kind of pick you up and just let you know that it's it's, going to be okay it's part of the process you know that kind of thing because one thing that stops a lot of people from investing is obviously they're scared right they're scared to lose money um and stuff like that so having people that have been through that experience and you see them come out on the other side really does help your mindset to to be like, okay, I'm going through this now, but I just know mm. it's going to be a, a sunnier end. So um, that would be one tip, definitely trading like yeah. in community or investing in community. I think mm. the second tip would be be ready to to work, like in terms of on your mindset, on mm. just generally how you, you view things. Because being an investor and just being a, a, an ordinary person in terms of someone that doesn't invest... It, it takes two different mindsets you know what I mean like you need to have patience you need to have discipline you need to have all these kind of character traits that will help you to navigate through those those rough patches and stuff like that yeah. um so yeah I'd definitely say get your mindset right either before you come in or just prepare to get to change your mindset as you go through the process um and then my third tip would probably be yeah you don't you don't need like a million pounds you don't need a lot yeah. of money to invest i would say you probably need money to to fund good education because i'll always back like 
an actual academy that teaches you how to yeah. invest and trade over YouTube. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like YouTube, it although you can get some good content on, and there are guys that are really doing bits on there, um, mm-hmm. it's 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 free it's free content that they're giving you, and free content will I don't think personally will ever make you a millionaire. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, I think my tip would be to if you're gonna do it, do it properly and mm-hmm. pro- invest in like an actual academy or something where you know like you're getting good quality education from people who are proven you know they know what they're talking about and they know what they're doing rather than relying on someone on youtube who you barely know so mm. yeah those will be my free tips <laughs> if you want to get into to investing oh, but yeah guys you actually don't need you don't need a lot of money i started out with about 250 pounds in my trading account mm. yeah and you just grow it and you compound once you get into the space you start to understand that it's not necessarily the amount of money. It's literally repeating the same thing over and over again and growing your account yeah. by a certain percentage each time. And that mm. builds, obviously, like, if you compound at 5% over, like, the space of a year, two years, you, you could mm. be a millionaire. Like, <laughs> if you do it consistently and hit your goals, you could 100% yeah. be a millionaire because of compounding. Because you're doing the same investment and trade ideas. However, your account is just growing, 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 growing. And each time you grow it, obviously, the next time, it's going to grow by an even bigger percentage and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, you guys, I would recommend it to everyone, but I know it's not for everyone. So you just mm-hmm. need to basically make sure that's that's a route you want to go down. Yeah, you're an actual, when I didn't take into consideration, you're like legitimately like you are an investor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you're speaking, I'm just like, no, these are these people that are like literally like I am an investor, like mad well done and I, I agree i agree like what is that that phrase like time in the stock market is something something out of the stock market but basically like just spend time in there and you'll be okay like just yeah. keep your money there and you'll be okay yeah. yeah i can very much admit that i don't really know the first thing about investing um mm. i have some investments here there um i've got you know like just via plum more than mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. and i've just been seeing slow steady growth but i'm like i've been putting it on my to-do list to read into this i do want to know more and understand what i'm doing and why i'm doing it um but again i've just you know when you're just i'm like okay right let me just focus primarily on the job that's paying me because that's a lot of i'm do, literally doing a lot my, my full-time job is, is it's a lot um mm-hmm. and so one day you know and the thing is i have friends that are accountants i'm like oh yeah one day i'll talk to you about this but i've been saying this for about two years now so um maybe it's another kick up the backside to like do some do some real learning into this like in my idle time just like try to figure like start somewhere basically because i don't think i'm starting i just i'm just like okay invest because people say it's a good thing to do Mm -hmm. so i am one of those few that needs to i need a dummy guide too um so that would be that would be if I mean what advice would you give somebody who again who's literally has no idea mm-hmm. where to start like what, what do I do um, other than like finding okay I guess it's educating yourself wouldn't it because mm-hmm. you've just said that just just pretty much, <laughs> like, <laughs> go and get some education you basically yeah, yeah. F- figure out the type of investment that you want to do because there's many different types and a lot mm-hmm. of people only really know about stocks and um mm. cryptos and forex but there's other mm. stuff out there as well there's binary options there's so many different things like there's e-commerce is even a form of trading too you know and mm. that's a that's a huge thing nowadays with businesses like uber deliveroo amazon all these mm. giant names mm. their whole business model is based on e-commerce and trading and yeah. being that middleman between the supplier and the customer you know so that's even a route that people who might not want to take the the risk on like the financial side of things but are very business minded and centered in that sense e-commerce might be the way that you invest and and build a business that way so there's loads of different ways so you just need to figure out what type of investing you want to do after you do that how can i get the right information who are the right people that i need to be surrounding myself with to make sure that i i see some success in this because obviously a lot of people try and fail you know so you just need to really 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 take your time in knowing what you want to do rather than jumping in it because you think, oh, it's going to make me a lot of money. No, trust me, it will work your mind. It will work your patience. It will work all of that. So you just need to be prepared to take that step. Um, But if you're prepared to do a three-year degree, why not, you know, spend three years on something that could guarantee you financial freedom for life? So... (laughs) (laughs) Let me not start crying right now. Finance is a very sore subject for me. Um, (laughs) I don't know whether, like, I this, love is, that. this is 
Honestly, I feel like this is like the perfect segue into like dilemmas because you guys, you guys have been sending them in and we've had only had to select a few for the yeah. purposes of this, or for the purposes of um, just our conversation today. But I think we've selected a few like really interesting ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like everybody always has this issue kind of with parents and our first dilemma is about parents. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read it out and then like you guys tell me what you think in it. So... First dilemma, it's from a person called Lee, pronouns are he, him. Um, Hi ladies, I have a child of an immigrant dilemma with their parent. I already feel guilty calling it a problem, but I don't want to approach, but I want to approach a, um, a healthy attempt at a conversation. My parent cleans the house out of love, but they use bleach and other chemicals, so we can't really go into the area that they're cleaning. Of course, I appreciate this, but I'm working more remotely and I can't eat or go into the bathroom during short breaks. I've cleaned the house and offered to do it myself, but of course they want to do it their way. I understand that this is their love language, so I don't fight it, but staying away from essential areas like the kitchen and the bathroom because of chemicals is is impacting my already limited routine. What can I say or do to let them know I appreciate this act of love, but I need to use these areas at certain times? I don't think I can afford, I don't think I can avoid it, but I don't want to come off like I'm telling them what to do. Chai. That's Any interesting. That, yeah, that's actually quite interesting. That's actually Hold a very interesting dilemma. I don't think anyone's ever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brought up something like that. Our listeners are interesting. Yeah. Our some interesting ones, to be honest. We really mm. do, don't we, Veronica? Mm. Honestly some real life um, like real life stuff like real life problems <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know how to start mm. i want to say okay me i, I do you know what when i heard bleach i thought because my problem with my mom about bleaching is very different it's mm. more to do with ruining my clothes and ruining items mm. so that's not necessarily the issue here okay but <laughs> right um working remotely everybody mm, i don't I, it depends though on what seems to be like the level of understanding or level of like the relationship you have with with your parents i think mm. that very like a lot of i want to say if the if your parents are like reasonable in that sense like depends on if you feel like okay they can listen to reason um I'm sure, I don't know if you, did you say you understand this? I don't fight it, but staying away from essential areas. I think you just need to, again, assess the level of like, um, you know, what was the word I was even looking for? Like rationalism you have and the level of understanding you have of your parents. Because I feel like if you mm. need to work, you need to work. Mm. If it's impacting your ability to do your work, and if you're, especially if you're contributing to the bills in this house, um and you have to think about it in that sense like there's stuff you need to do because this is for work and Mm. if you can't go into those areas because i don't know is it because you can't you're not allowed to go into those areas or because you have physical discomfort from the chemicals Mm. it says that yeah the chemicals yeah it's actually it seems like it's a discomfort because of these chemicals so for example bleach that can really be it can burn your eyes and also you may need to try and explain to them like the impact of being in such an area it's actually mm. not yeah, good for you in the long term a lot of yeah. these chemicals are carcinogenic cancer causing chemicals mm. um and if you cannot be you shouldn't really be inhaling bleach for an extended period of time at all you yeah. literally shouldn't at all um but you have to do work so is there a way to maybe try and um maybe the areas you need to use in for whatever time try and have that conversation about i will clean this area once i'm done with it you just need i know sometimes they don't like it because they say breaking their routine my mom hates mm. when i don't clean on her schedule mm, but yeah. i have had this conversation repeatedly like mom it, here's the thing we we are different people i will clean i promise you i will clean it and i'll clean it to the standard that you want it cleaned but right now i need this area and i cannot be risking mm. ca- cancer causing chemicals because i really need to use this area you're not going to be suffering in silence because ultimately anything happens to you they are the ones that will be suffering for it because you mm. are you are i mean i don't mean to sound morbid you're long gone um and they will be crying michelle no 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 seriously this house says not her I, saying I, that her parents <laughs> this person's parents are on the way out no <laughs> no i'm saying no, no i'm saying that you as a you if anything happens to you as the child mm. you will you're long gone so oh, you're yeah, not yeah. suffering they will be suffering the like 
Okay. These things can cause they can be so, bad for your health. That. That's mm. the issue I'm saying here. So you have to then yeah. maybe emphasize that hey, this thing is actually really bad for my health. I really need to use this area also, but I don't want to be sniffing the chemicals. How about do these areas? Maybe negotiate the areas of the house that's cleaned by your parents mm-hmm. and the, the areas you need to use. And I'm sure they don't bleach daily. Well, I hope they don't bleach daily. But you know, if it's weekends and you need to work yeah. in that weekend, so mm-hmm. it's once a week. So again, neg- negotiates. It's not that frequent. It's once a week that we're doing this. But I need this area. But I'll clean it after. See if you can have that conversation. Explain more. So I think maybe emphasizes more the health, the health risks to you. If it's mm. really making you uncomfortable, you need the, you need to use the area. Just be like these mm. things have chemicals in them. Maybe do one to Google about what's in bleach. That thing is quite bad. Yeah, it can, and, but and it's you know not they... good for your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know they hate the word carcinogenic, mm-hmm. boy. All you need to do is slide, slide that in there one, two times. Cancer. Cancer causing. It's cancer. Right? True, that um, is true, for sure. Yeah, is anyone, does anyone else have anything to add to it? Because, you know? Nah. I mean, I'm working, yeah. I'll go on, right? Sorry. I think, like, I'd probably be wondering why, yeah, why why are they using the product so often that it does interfere with your work? Um, yeah. That would be my first concern because, like you said, bleach is, is something is great for cleaning. Don't get me wrong, and that's why a lot of ethnic people tend to use it. Um, but it's also very harmful, like you said, like it can cause things like cancer and stuff like that. So... First of all, shouldn't the windows be open? <laughs> you know, shouldn't the windows be open? Whilst I feel like whilst your parents are cleaning and bleaching and stuff like that, they should have either windows or doors open so that the, the smell and the effects of the bleach can't really, you know, like protrude in those areas or whatever. Mm. Uh, but also your parents need to be understanding. I think mm. um, they need to understand that, yes, you have a job that you're doing and you you will need those spaces whilst you're doing that job because if if we're all stuck at home which we have been for like the past year or so we need to be considerate of everyone in the household and what they've got going on you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if your parents don't show you that necessary respect then that's a conversation you need to be you need to be having with your parents like on a real big man ting level yeah. <laughs> you know like this is really affecting my work and it's affecting my work day and my income and the 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 income I used to help to support this household and stuff like that you know yeah. so yeah. it's it's just a case of having that communication with your parents to say like boy I love you guys and I know what you're just trying to keep the house clean for all of us here however such and such and such is stopping me from doing such and such and such it's all about communication I think in that sense um, and if they're not willing to hear you out then obviously you know the type of parents that you're dealing with so you might need to find a different space to work or something like that but thank god things are opening up now so you could probably go into the office more often um and avoid that but that's all i'd probably say on the subject yeah yeah i agree excuse me i hope that helps lee so i feel as if it's giving you two concrete bits of advice and as always let us know if you like if it does doesn't how it worked out so next one michelle do you want to read it yeah mm-hmm. sure okay hello hello so um oh should i start with okay i'll, I'll do the the dilemma first and i'll say it's by who it's by okay <clears throat> hello hello love 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 the show and i'm sending much love and appreciation from new york oh new york um, i have a friend that i've known for a little over a year who i've gotten really close with um during the pandemic as we both are extroverts but want to stay responsible. We have a lot of similar interests interest in music, film, and food, and always have three different conversations going on in one text combo. However, she's terrible with showing up on time. You and planning, <laughs> plan, and planning <laughs> advance, to, and and even scheduling calls. I've tried to plan in advance to tell her an earlier time when the event is actually an hour later. You. But she manages to still be late. (laughs) She's aware of it. No, she's aware of it and is genuinely apologetic. But it still gets on my nerves. What can I do? Um, This is from Nia. And um, pronouns are she, her. Um, Jesus. I'm going to answer this last because I am she. 
I am she lights. So all of my friends everywhere in the world are acting me right now as I'm reading this thing. I know it. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here and be on the receiving end of the the, the advice. Wow. Let me, I am also. Let me see the interventions people are having about me behind my back. Oh yeah, begin. You know what the irony is though, Michelle, I'm just as late as you, just you are later. Like, wow. Ray, Ray, sorry, could you go? Because this is clearly a drag for us both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, just to give some context, I am a very organised person. I am a very punctual person as well. So, this for me is a big pet peeve. Like, I think it all comes down to respect and like, you need to respect my time. <laughs> You need to respect my time. I'm somebody that has a lot going on. I'm very busy. So if I set a time in a schedule with you or I book something or whatever, it's even worse when you book. That's that's even the worst one. You know, if you're going to the park, fair enough. Yes, you could show up late because th- th- there's no booking or nothing like that. But when you book something or, like, they said, like, they, they, they what is it, that they want to go to uh, events or something? Yeah. 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 When they want to go to events and they tell them by early but they still end up late. Like, I just think this whole late business that we as as black and ethnic people have just made so casual and it's just a a, a passing thing of, oh yeah like and like you'll be at home and you know you should be leaving the house at the time you should be leaving yet still sorry sorry ray at the time yeah go on mom i'm recording the podcast i've locked my door who's knocking on my door hello <laughs> Mills, i swear the door is locked but you really still try to keep just leave it there. It's all right. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least once. At least, at least Honestly, once. it happens, man. <laughs> it happens, man. Sorry, Ray. I'm so sorry. Carry nah, on. No, it's calm. So basically, the premise of what I'm trying to say is respect my time. If I invite mm. you somewhere, respect my time because my time is valuable. My time is precious. Um, mm. And I just think it's genuinely rude to, to be... <laughs> quite late to be honest it's just a it's just a rude thing to do like because you will show up to work on time you know the consequences of not showing up to work on time mm-hmm. ah <laughs> but listen you will show most okay most of the time you will show up to work on time right um so give show me that same respect i know it's a it's a friendship and it's much more light-hearted but show me the same respect yeah. that you would show to your your boss or whatever you know what i mean and the fact that you're saying that they're apologetic about it but they still do it and they're aware of it that to me isn't an apologetic person that to me is someone just brushing it off and trying to make you feel better about the situation of what they've done Mm. you know what i mean like if you're genuinely apologetic about something you're going to do something to change that like Mm, so if you're late once like let's say you're an hour late once I bring it up to you and I'm like, you know what? I don't really appreciate the fact that you were this late. And you tell me, oh, you know what? I'm sorry I got caught up, blah, blah, blah. Cool. We've squashed it there and then. If you continue to do that, you have no regard for my feelings. and You have no regard for what I've just communicated to you. Which means, what? Well, where's the respect in this friendship? You know what I mean? So I look at it a much deeper than just you being late. I look at it as you don't respect my time and you also don't respect the, the the friendship that we have going on here if i can communicate something i don't like to you and you continue to do it it's just like in a relationship if you had a boyfriend you had a girlfriend and there was something you didn't like and they said sorry but they kept doing it that thing will still be straining the relationship you know what i mean yeah, and eventually you're going to get to the point where you're like okay you don't respect me so you're not going to change okay cool then i need to be start looking elsewhere and i just think it should just always be true of that whether it's a friendship or relationship whatever it is just respect my time and respect me as a person okay i just want to know which one of my friends wrote in that's that's basically this is from new york (laughs) um so let me let me come in veronica did you want to did you want to i want you to shed some light on this because this is definitely a, a, a both-sided a, a drag mm. definitely a huge drag i feel like i've been told uh, i'm sick of water because my body has gone into stress response um <laughs> oh so yeah about this i um i would say i feel as if it's two things on one hand i agree with ray because if you manage to tell someone an hour late an hour the event starts at 3 30 you told them it starts at 2 30 and they still managed to turn up at 4 30 i'd be like huh but then at the same time like i agree with ray the only thing i would say which is like on a separate thing which is like there are people that are late and then there are also people that have like 
conditions that they don't know of which makes them late does that make sense so for example recently i figured out that like i well i didn't figure out i got a diagnosis that i've got adhd right and one of the things about adhd is i'm very very high functioning but i get preoccupied so i be getting changed all of a sudden i'm like oh crap this works thesis i have to write or this didn't and i will literally write it with one lash on my on my eyes be doing all like, uh, and like or I'm like oh shit like I said I was going to put my stuff in the washing machine and then like this time I've got half my eyeshadow on my eyebrow on one my left eye then go and put my stuff in the washing machine so I'm not saying it as in this because your friend could easily just like not respect your time but also for your friend's side maybe you should ask your friend like is anything else going on and I agree with Ray you kind of need to maybe if you make money attached to it so each and every time they are late they have to pay for your meal or like say you're going to a thing they have to you you know, if you're going to theatre show. So if they're late past a certain time, like give them, you know, you now everyone gives you 10 minute allowance. If you're later than 10 minutes, okay, you have to reimburse me the um, the price we paid for this this play. Mm-hmm. Or you have to reimburse me, the um, you have to pay for this meal. Like there needs to be, and slowly, I feel as if sometimes if you don't give people an incentive to change, like with all human beings, if you don't give people incentive to change, they genuinely won't change. Like, because you're telling your friend as well, like, oh, it's okay, like, it's just getting on your nerves. Mm. You need to be mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> what is this? What is this? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. And then that will help, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, as a late person, like, um, actually, I'm trying to rebrand, so let me just stop saying this about <laughs> myself. Um, <laughs> I, no, I have a, I don't know what it is. I'm going to come from the perspective of someone who is literally, like, always late. Um, and I when I'm thinking about my lateness and the thing is I do sometimes turn up late to work but it's usually like it's poor planning on my side so I want to put it and say it's not when this person is late I don't think in their head they're thinking at that point in time or before each time they're late oh I don't really care about them they can wait they don't look at it that it look it appears that way and absolutely on the receiving end of that I understand why anybody who is waiting all the time would be like, you don't respect me, you don't respect my time. Mm. Um, and this person will genuinely, and that's the thing about the apologetic, because it's like, I, for whatever reason, my poor planning, and I don't know if it's daily late, like if you say they're always late, it just, I think it depends on the degree to which they're late and how frequent it is as well. If it's all the time, then it's like, okay, um, this, is, this, this, this seems a little bit of a critical situation. But if for people who are maybe occasionally late or regularly, like I'm always pretty much like... Mm, for whatever reason, I'm always in a hurry. Um, it's poor planning. <laughs> so it's, I look at the time, and I'm like, oh, I have to meet at two o'clock. I have every intention to meet whoever I'm meeting at two o'clock. I haven't even said I'm going to meet them at 2.30 in my head. No, no, no. My intention was to get there at two. Yeah. Then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And again, I wouldn't even, I, like, I have no diagnosis of ADHD that I'm aware of. Um, but for whatever reason, I'll be like, okay, so what I'm going to do is 11 now. I'm going to go to the gym really quickly. That'll be from 11 to 12. And then I'm going to like, um, have some breakfast. When I come back, I'm, that will be from 12 to 12 30. You see how I haven't, haven't, I haven't taken into consideration commuting time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 12 to 12 30, I'm going to have breakfast. <laughs> you just, you just see how I'm doing my yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm literally as if I'm going to be like springing from one thing to another. And then 12, and then so maybe the journey is going to take me 50 minutes, okay? And I need to meet at 2, right? So I've said 12 to 12.30. Right, cool. And then I'm going to um, get, I'm going to shower. So 12.30. So from 12.30 to 1, shower and get ready. Um, and then I'm going to leave around like 10 past 1. I haven't, so I say shower and get ready. It takes me about an hour to get ready. So I'm not mm. giving myself, the, I've given myself 40 minutes. But, I, but I've assumed that my superhuman strength is going to get me to do what I do in about an hour and a half and 40 minutes. It's my poor planning, regularly poor planning. The reason why sometimes I'd be late to work 10 minutes is I haven't taken into account any, like sometimes I could, I even don't even factor in time to argue with my mum in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and these things happen. And so <clears throat> that is, that is, and then you go, you, the person's pissed off and you're just like, look, I swear I had every intention of getting here on time. Next time something like that can happen or it's like, okay, I'll do better one time. And then the next time it happens to me, it's very regular. I, I recognize I have a problem with its poor planning because I literally do not give myself it's not enough time at all. And it happens rep- repetitively. So now mm. I can see, obviously, now it's hurting people around me. And people are getting pissed off and doing incentivization and telling, lying to me that it's an hour before. Da, 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 da. 
I've finally gotten to a point where I'm actually like, at your big age, Michelle, is this what you're doing? So for me now, it's, it's me dragging myself. So I'm working on it. I'm still working mm. on it. But I think from that friend, I'm trying to give a bit of understanding. Whilst it's not acceptable, a little bit of understanding is oftentimes it's, it's, it's or sometimes it can be due to every intention to get there, but for whatever reason, poor planning and taking into account some extenuators, like things that they can't predict that would happen. And it's just like they have, for whatever reason, these things just keep happening to you and i don't know why every time i intend to be late on time there's always one random thing that happens to me Girl. and i don't know why i'm like is it a curse am i just not supposed to be punctual then um, you know what you need to you do don't, you need to be honest yeah yeah that, oh, but you also need to stop thinking i want to be on time if you know you're someone that wants mm. to be on time but something always happens then your mindset mm-hmm. needs to shift to I need to be early, early so that yeah, you get there early. on time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, yes. That's what, I'm, that's I'm what you need now. to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you need to do. I am there now. <laughs> um, I've even yeah. do, been doing like, I tested, I literally tried one whole week. I was like, okay, for every, I want to get to work 10 minutes before now. Like rather than saying I want to get to work and I want to be in the department at 10, at 10 to 9. At, mm. at the very latest and I want that I did it for a whole week I was like oh, wow so this is what you guys are enjoying you're not breaking sweats in the morning you're not you're not feeling very like wound tightly as you get to your you know you start work wow I just kept looking I was like so this is what you are enjoying like my heart rate stable and everything Mm. So it's such, it's such a little thing to people, but it's, it was such a big deal and I was like so I'm actually quite organized but for whatever reason with timing you know so mm. so um absolutely please like whatever what Ray's just said about it is i have a friend who literally i think the fear of being on the receiving end of the anger from my lateness <laughs> is another good let That's that be she's, let that be what propels you to be early is this you is this is this is this your dilemma <laughs> Honestly, oh. you have to basically you have to give an incentive, and your friend yeah. herself just needs to deep it for herself. Okay, because yeah. I know that we have to round up shortly. I want to get into this juicy one, which is dilemma mm-hmm. number three. Um, mm. I want to read this because I want Ray to answer it first because I feel as if Ray has some juicy comments on this. Okay, okay so, yeah. Uh, hi, Michelle and Veronica. Could you do an episode? No, not an episode, but we can do a, a thing. Could you do an episode on preferences? What's picky and what's problematic? Some examples I talk about with friends beyond race are body type, traditionally masculine or feminine, differently abled, virginity status, to name a few. I want to also ask about your non-negotiables in dating. (laughs) My dear. (laughs) Anyway, okay, let me not cuss. No, I've never heard that as a... I mean, I can't... Okay, carry on, Monica. Yeah, carry on. (laughs) Okay, I want to also ask about your non-negotiables in dating and if what is the line of fairness and what is the line of fairness but that might be another episode an example would be wanting kids or not for non-negotiables i want to ask what do you guys think about believing your partner can change wanting kids or not maybe too serious of a position so examples i've heard are picky eating aversions to travel professional driver etc i know it's not cuffing season but it feels like wedding season so i appreciate your thoughts Thank you, Jackie. Okay. Um, boy, it's definitely wedding Jackie. season, boy, but I feel like... It's definitely wedding season. Everybody get married, whatever. It was wedding Everybody season, getting... wedding season because everyone wanted to have their wedding last year and now they have to do it this yeah, year. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's why. Season. Yeah, that's so true. And also it's proposal season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All these people that wanted to get proposed last year, but like, yeah, they've been saving money. They just got proposed now. So yeah, yeah. that's what it feels like. But what I mm, mm, yeah, what are your insights, Ray? This is an interesting one, and I was literally mm-hmm. having a similar convo with Joe yesterday. We were talking about how we're both such picky individuals when it comes to like dating and selecting a partner and stuff like that. And I don't think mm. there's much wrong with that. I think mm. it comes from, from my perspective anyway, it comes from a I don't want to settle perspective. Mm. You know what I mean? And I know what I deserve and I know what I want in a person. I know what I'm going to be happy with in a person. So mm. that's why like, you know, you can be picky. So I mean, you say what's picky and what's problematic. I'll probably say problematic is if you're coming from like a, a toxic place. Um yeah. when when you have these this certain criteria. So like if you're like, "Oh, my man has to make like six seven figures like he has to do this but you're only really considering yourself you're only considering the benefits of how that's gonna work out for you then i would say that's problematic but if you're saying you're picky because you know how you would gel with a certain type of person and that would 
help your relationship between the two of you, then I would say that's more picky and not settling, if that makes sense. Um, so what did what did they say as well? So some examples I talk about friends beyond race are body type, all that kind of stuff. But those are, yeah, I think that's absolutely fine to speak to your friends about what it is you want. I think, personally, I think everyone should write down the type of partner that they want to have. Like, I've come across guys who have notes in their phone of, like, the woman that they're going to marry. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like manifestation. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of people should have that because then when you date, you date with intention and you know what you're looking for. And if a person doesn't suit that, you don't waste your time or waste their time. You know what I mean? Honestly. So I think it's good to to have those additional things that you like or, or you mm. want in a person mm. um, and be picky about it and just go for what you want. You know, I don't think mm. this whole thing about like getting with people and trying to change them. I don't think you should try and change anybody. I don't think you should no. date anyone and try and change them. You should date mm. someone that you know is right for you at that time, not someone that yeah. you feel like could be right for you in the future if they no. change this and that and that. Because that's how you get in a situation yeah. where you've not entered a relationship with that person. They're not changing. You're trying to force this change. They're uncomfortable because you're trying to force that person to not be themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the whole relationship becomes toxic and then the whole situation just ends. Listen, talking from experience, do not do it. Don't do it. Yeah, no. Don't do it. You know, there's potential dating. It depends. Yeah. Like, on, like, for example, if someone says, I think stuff like, cha- like, when you say change, like, I'm looking at the question about, like, an example of, you know, wanting kids, want kids or not. Or not. No, if they say big. they want to, they don't want kids, they don't want don't kids. Date don't oh, date them with the intention don't that the them. love they will have for you will make them change. I Trust don't deceive yourself. No, you'll, don't. You'll, be really, you'll be really disappointed by that. So and for the non-negotiables, they said, you do, well, yeah, so believe in your partner can change. I think it depends on what character. If it's, a, if it's more of a, oh, you're already dating them, but they have small, small flaws that you feel like can be ironed out. For example, lateness is not a personality mm. trait, for mm. example. Mm-hmm. So if my partner is like, oh, I, everything but this thing we have with tardiness is like it is possible it's definitely possible i want to ch- that 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 can change because i actually wanted it to change that's the thing mm-hmm. they have to want to change that thing anyway if mm-hmm. you if you're the only person who is fighting for change between the two of you you'll be you'll, you'll be there for for for, for a oh, good yeah. time but not a long you'll time be waiting yeah. for that change, boy. <laughs> you'll be waiting for that change if you they're trying to change it themselves you know if they're like you know i have a a, a version to you so what, did, what else did they say oh picky eating some other example depends on what picky eat. I've dated a picky eater before that um and I didn't try and change I just realized it's just it's just what it is you know it's mm. just you're going to be making your own meals I hope you know this mm-hmm. um I will help you sometimes but if you're really specific about da, 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 you just understand that I'm not going to be doing all of you I'm again I don't regardless of the situation I was never planning to be anyone's, anyone's personal chef anyway it's just sometimes when I come if I if I want to be kind I'll be I'll be helping out but actually for the most part you just know that you can do, especially when they're doing gyms you do what you're doing I'm not gonna you know aversion to travel why is that a fear of flying or mm-hmm. you know some people just don't I don't know what it is but I've heard about some people who just don't like to travel and if you're somebody who wants to see the world sis don't waste your time Oh, Honestly, I've got an example uh, on that one. I'm so sorry to rain. interrupt. No, tell me, tell but that one day, that one day trigger me. That one day trigger me. <laughs> nah, like, that one day trigger me. And it triggered me because... So I have this friend in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. I have this friend in Atlanta who I met through social media, but we became very close. We've known each other about four or five years now. I went to see him for the first time in September 2019. Um, and we ended up kind of like connecting dating and stuff like that after that right and this is a guy that even to this day he's been saying it from 20 2016 2017 oh i'm gonna get my passport i'm gonna get my passport he's american in it and he doesn't have a passport i'm gonna get my passport i'm gonna have a passport to this day 2021 august there's still no passport it doesn't take that long to get a passport. all you need to do fill out a form send in your identification whatever and you send it in you get your passport back so and I think it stems from that that fear of travelling. Like, he doesn't really want to... Like, he wants to travel, mm. but he doesn't have, like, the confidence to get on a plane and, mm. like, go across oceans and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that's something that I thought I could change in him whilst we were dating. No, not the case. You know what I mean? Once that person has a fear, mm. they need to sort that out with themselves mm. first. I don't know what 
it is. I don't know if it's fear of death or flying or I have no idea what, what the issue is. But people like that, as much as you think you can change them and you could be like, nah, but look, look, I flew. So, you know, you can do it. That's not enough, you know, to get rid of a phobia or a fear. It's not. So it's more psychological. And until they get rid of that psychological side of the fear and realise like, rah, okay, you actually might be right, you know, I can actually do this. It's not going to happen. Like I said, to this day, he still does not have this passport. And honestly, and I feel as if that raises a really good point about like, one, what you're willing to deal with. Like, Mm. okay, so to actually have a relationship, you physically need to see someone. This is an e-pen pal, like, okay, social media is good, you know, FaceTime, WhatsApp conversations are great Mm. to a certain extent. But in order to sustain something, I'm just using your example as like Mm -hmm. a kind of um, platform, Ray. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you kind of need to see someone. So it's like, if like within you, Jackie, you're like, okay, so I need my partner for this. You need to decide on, because what my non-negotiables are, are different from what Michelle's are. What Michelle's are, are different from what Ray's are. What Mm -hmm. Ray's are will definitely be different from what yours are. So you need to figure out, is this toxic or enough for you or not? So an example for me is like, I don't even like seriously dating people that don't have a house. Mm-hmm. Okay, I still live with my mum, like, and I'm saving to like move out, but I don't like dating people that don't have a house because I cannot stand going into somebody's house and you're doing... <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't stand that shit. Like, I can't, that shit. Like, oh like, my God. Oh, no, no. Uh, can I go and get water from downstairs? No, we actually can't because my mum said no one's allowed downstairs after 11. Eh? Like, no, no, no. 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 I've been waiting outside until, until the coast was clear. It was cold oh. winter season. Ah, God forbid. And I know that we're all, and I know that we're all in our houses. Like, I know that, you know, the housing market at the moment is OTT. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know that stuff, but I've dated people with their own yards and mm-hmm. I will continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like that is something, but I feel as if, like, for example, I just want to pick up on this point about believing your partner can change i feel as if michelle and ray have talked talked about this but you need to love someone through a change Mm. so like you need to love them at the space that they're at and if you can't and if you don't then you know it's time to dip so Mm. for example if this picky eating thing is really annoying you because you're proper foodie and you're like oh no like i can't even enjoy food in the way i would want to with my partner that is enough Dip. Skedaddle. Trust, that's not the person for you, baby. That's not the person for you. <laughs> that's not the person Communal for you. eating sometimes, you, you have a long time. You want to do it. Longevity. Mm. How long can you put up with this? Like, it's all exactly. well and now. You're managing, managing. But actually, if you do decide to have a family with this person and you'd want to be able to do X, Y, and Z with your family, it's just mm. like having to create those separate, oh, yeah, you do this, you do that. How can you deal with it? Even professional mm-hmm. drive, that's a big one for people. Mm. We missed that one out. Big one. Professional drive, as in like people who have uh, like ambitious people. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that professional oh, drive. Oh, here's mm-hmm. a professional drive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if you want, I do love. An oh ambitious hell no! Person. I can't. Oh. I can't stand a non-ambitious human being. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I cannot. I can't do it. I can't do, it. To do better I with your life. Then, no. Because I, I can't. You know, it's like I want more for you. I want more for you. I'm not a parent. I, I can't stand looking at like, especially with a man. I'm gonna say, yeah. but like, it also it also happens with women for me. Like, I can't stand looking at a person, and you're just looking at them, and you're like, so I'm here with all these ideas about how I'm gonna push myself, push myself, push mm-hmm. myself, do this, try and make a change in this world, and you're just there, like, and these people earn serious money as well. Like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just casing. I get money. I'm like. Oh, Should be, you, know, you know they want to you don't, you don't excel. That's like, actually my mm. worst nightmare. I could, I could, no, because it can I filter into so many things. Like you might have, like for example, it can. It, it, that to me is it's a red flag actually. Of because course, it's about it's about stat like stasis and being static oh. in life. Like if it's some people, it is, if it doesn't bother them, they wouldn't change it. I get uncomfortable. I like that's my mood swings actually stem from when I feel like my life is feeling sameish. Mm. My mood swings. I, I have a physical aversion to samishness I like to I like mm. even if I like a challenge even if my life is hard I want something to challenge me because when I feel like my days are feeling exactly the same I feel like I'm just coasting by mm. then I get uncomfortable then I change mm-hmm. that's what I love about myself I'm like I'm in a bad mood because my life feels like I need to do more with it mm. and, I, and I need somebody else to be like that as well because then then you have a support system in the yes. the, the drive for growth yeah. If you don't want, if that person's just like, because the one you want to do, oh, babe, you know what? I saw this idea that we could probably do this. I want us to have this. I want us to have this. And they're like, eh, well, you know, we can, oh! just, 
Because I'm not sure. You know you're triggering right now. You're triggering me right now. I'm even staying silent because right the trigger that's triggered in my head, yeah, I can't even. I can't even. I like coming to someone with ideas. Because and You like, hate them. You end up hating them. hundred percent. I will resent you. I will resent you. And I'll say it with chest. You snail. <laughs> I'll say it with actual chest. Yeah, no. Nah, like. So just leave while the, the water is still cold because you don't want to not be leaving and you're, you're tearing each other's singlet by the time the relationship is ended because it's hatred at that point. So please don't get yourself all wound up to the point where it's actually resentment. Just if it yes. doesn't work for you, communicate it. Absolutely. Don't just, you know, you can have those conversations where there's, some things are negotiable. You can try and negotiate with the person mm. if yeah. it's something you can. But if you know you can't and they do not give, they're not giving you any sort of like room or elasticity yeah. or any flexibility to no move compromise. they're not malleable in no way no compromise ah please pack your load and pack you don't have your to load. Blood pressure. pack your load you are entitled to wanting what you want absolutely and if you don't Honestly. get it you know you're never gonna get it do not try and feel do build a build a babe Build mm. a babe. There's no time. Honestly, Any... it's literally that. Mm. That should be the time. Build a babe. Build a babe. Build a babe. Build a babe. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm so sad. Thank you for it. Thank you. Build a babe. Build a babe. Honestly, uh-uh. like, yeah, Honestly, guys, don't uh... don't do it. Just don't do it. Find know what you want. Date with intention in knowing what you want and find mm. that thing. And if that thing isn't there, don't be doing up. Oh, but he's got sixty percent. But that forty percent will come and slap you, boy. So mm. <laughs> please, That's a low of a please, trust yeah. me. But people out here like, oh yeah, but he he has this and this quality, but he doesn't have majority of what I look for, and they will still go for that person, even because the person's just a nice person or whatever. But dating is a selfish thing as well as it's not a selfish thing like you need to look out for what you know is going to work for you but you also need to look out for that person and whether you're right for them as well you know what i mean so yeah Yeah. don't don't settle don't try and build a babe as my darling here said and (laughs) hopefully life will go a lot smoother trust me (laughs) honestly absolutely well i think that was a that yeah a good roundup yeah, a good roundup. Yeah, <laughs> a good round up. We even were, we're gifted with the title as well. We love it. <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> but thank you so much, Ray. Um, we would have liked to answer some more, but we will spread them out. We will definitely try and get to the ones that we have been written. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Ray. And thank this you for is having great. Me, like, I knew it was going to be a good episode, regardless. Honestly, but, like, this is great. Like, I'm well awake and I'm ready for the gyms. Um, so, <laughs> so thank you so much um v did you want any 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 um i was gonna, I was gonna say closing statements what is this nah. <laughs> a debate honestly um, <laughs> nah. ray do you have anything to plug anything we should keep an eye out for anything that's coming up um but yeah do you want to plug yourself okay cool so yeah guys follow me um mainly on instagram i'm starting out on mm. tiktok too so follow me there um, at Ray Styles, R E Y S T Y L E S. Um, yeah, big things are going. You know, I'm just at the start of my journey. There's much, much, much more to come. Um, and where I see myself going, you know, there's definitely, definitely a lot to come. I've got a campaign coming out with a huge brand this month. So look out for that in a few days. I don't know if this podcast will be out by the time it drops, but look out for that it's the biggest thing of my content creating career so far so oh, i'm excited to share that with you guys we're gonna plug it. it's just a smile like a <laughs> clip but the brand that i'm working with and the opportunity yeah no nah, it's huge so yeah guys oh, follow me so instagram um and yeah just just take it from there support the thing you know i'm a very friendly guy reach out dm me i'll obviously holler back and all that kind of stuff and yeah thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast this is always something that i've wanted to do and oh, I even no. want to have my own podcast one day. So this is this is a great start. Um, no, and you guys natural. are killing it. Absolutely oh, shelling the you. podcast <laughs> game. You know, I can't wait till you guys get your contract with Spotify or BBC or whoever you want to. You know, but it's, it's going down that route. And yeah, you guys are killing it for the black women out there. So keep striving. Keep doing your thing. You beautiful, you so beautiful much. girls. And oh, yeah, I love you guys. I love you guys. Oh, thank you so much. That was really lovely. Thank you. Honestly, guys. Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Like, guys, as I've said, like, you guys are going to follow him very soon. As I told you, use our stories as a meme account. But from next week, we'll be doing serious promo of Ray. So you guys are going to be following him. Um, Ray Awareness Month at this point. Ray Awareness Month at this point. Oh, we love Um, to see you. 
So yeah, nah, <laughs> come through. And yeah, so Michelle, do you want, should I round off? Because I've realised yeah, you yeah, round off yeah. first. I was gonna. I was okay. Gonna so like you know you know you know where to follow us. So Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I don't know TBH Pod. Um, mainly on Instagram if you want to see what makes us laugh through the week and you guys be loving those so um, follow us on Instagram um, if you want to write in to us that's I don't know to be on this pod at gmail.com if you want to submit your de- dilemmas you know what to do in any of our social media the first link on our link tree is the anonymous Google form so you don't need to use your email you don't need to you can be anyone you want to be but just yeah we look forward to hearing from you so yeah, also, yeah, if you follow us on Apple Pods, remember to get us on Apple Pods and leave us a five-star review and um, five stars and a review. So that's all, right? Yes, that is mm. it. Thank Amazing. you so much for listening, guys. Um, and have a fantastic week. Woo! Cue the music. Bye. Bye. <laughs>